What's up guys and girls and welcome in. This is the 15 minute review. I'm excited to talk to you guys today. I've been looking forward to this all weekend. There's a lot of action. There's a lot of information to get to. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at the 15 minute review. Let's go. So, I was so excited for this weekend. Lomachenko versus Lopez, the mega fight of 2020. And to me, it was still a mega fight. There wasn't fireworks, but it was a mega fight. The best versus the best. Unification bout, even though some people didn't like it, that was boxing. Boxing isn't always about bloody noses, crazy knockouts. Sometimes boxing is about playing chess and being a smarter fighter. But in this fight, I didn't expect fireworks, to be honest. I expected for what happened to happen. I didn't, I didn't expect the result to happen. But I did expect that Lomachenko was, was going to come out with a conservative game plan. He wasn't going to open himself up. And he wasn't going to put himself in danger. He wasn't going to throw a lot of punches. He was going to throw the effective punches, the ones that were there. He threw the effective punches. He didn't waste any punches. And he threw almost, actually connected, pretty much 50%. 50% is great. I mean, Delfimo Lopez was somewhere in the 30s. You could see that he was throwing, but he wasn't, he wasn't throwing his usual haymakers, not because he didn't want to, but because he couldn't. Lomachenko was just playing good defense. You don't judge the punches that were thrown. Maybe you judge on the activity. But it wasn't like Lomachenko was was just not throwing because he didn't want to. No, he wasn't throwing because it was a defensive tactic. Delfimo was throwing. And Lomachenko was, was having good defense. Either he would block it or he would evade the, those punches. In the first, I want to say, four rounds... Lomachenko didn't throw more than maybe 10 punches. And if we say 10, that's a lot. But the punches he did throw, they all connected. We can say Delfimo threw, you know, at least 30 per round. And maybe three connected. You know, after round six, Lomachenko turned it up. And that was his game plan. Let Delfimo get out of his element. Because Delfimo usually gasses himself, but because that's how he fights. He throws haymakers in the beginning, and then he gets tired. But Lomachenko's strategy did work, because once Lomachenko started hitting and connecting more on Delfimo, it just seemed that Delfimo was trying to throw those haymakers and trying to end it, because he didn't want to get hit. He's never gotten hit before, so it's not that he doesn't know how to fight getting hit. It's just that it was new to him. It was new territory, and he didn't know how to go about it. And Lomachenko took over the fight from the sixth round and on. He clearly won the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, the ninth, the tenth, and the eleventh. Now, the twelfth was more even. If you want to say that was to Lopez, okay, fine. But Lomachenko still controlled most of the fight. He landed more of the, of the punches, 
and he was more effective. I can see how the judges got a tough even win. I can see it. But I don't see how the judges scored it how they scored it. They gave a landslide win to Delfimo Lopez. One card was 116 to 112. Another was 117 to 111. And the other one, the craziest one, 119 to 109. You got to be kidding me. So you're telling me you basically didn't give any rounds to Lomachenko, especially the 7, the 8, the 9, the 10, the 11, where Delfimo didn't land any punches and he was getting rocked by Lomachenko. Lomachenko gave him the works, but he lost. So congratulations to Delfimo Lopez. I still think Lomachenko, if not winning that fight, he, sh- he shouldn't have lost it by that margin, by that landslide. But like I said, congrats to Delfimo. I like the kid. Although he talks a lot of shit, I do like him, man. But now that he won, there is no rematch clause. So who knows? They might not even fight. And Lomachenko now is going to take a back seat. And people are going to hate on him. Promoters are going to hate on him. Fans are going to hate on him. And it shouldn't be like that. He, he's still one of the best fighters in the world. Now that Delfimo is unified champ, there's going to be a lot of people talking. And <laughs> I'm sure he's going to talk back. And who knows? Who knows until, until when we're going to see another mega fight like this. And we'll see if he actually defends his belt how he should. You know, against Ryan Garcia, De- Devin Haney, you know, against all these guys. So, again, congrats, Delfimo. But let's keep on going with this disappointing news, this disappointing feeling. And I really am disappointed. You know, you guys know I like to make sports parlay bets on the weekends because the weekend is usually when I have more time off and I can just enjoy sports. So I'm just watching the games. And to make it a little bit more fun, I put some money down and I see what happens. This weekend, I had some more at boxing, I had soccer, college football. And uh, the games that I expected to be easy wins did not happen. And I'm talking about Real Madrid versus Cadiz. They lost 1-0. Cadiz, who just got promoted to the first flight of Spain, beat the champions of Spain. Somebody explain to me how that happens. You're telling me I didn't pay my gas bill because I decided to put some money down on a sports bet that I was supposed to win because I got Real Madrid. But since they lost, now I lost that money and now I can't pay my gas bill. And it's cold as shit because we're almost in November. And I'm probably going to freeze now. So thank you, Real Madrid. If I die and I freeze, it's on your head. Nobody else. Oh, wait, there is somebody else. Barcelona decided they were going to show up. And they lost to Getafe. They also lost to Getafe. 1-0. So both Real Madrid and Barcelona, who were supposed to just have gimme wins. They were just supposed to show up. The ref was supposed to blow the whistle, and they were going to win. Barcelona, you have Messi, you have Griezmann, you have Frankie de Jong, you have all these badass players, and you lose to Getafe? Come on. Same thing with Real Madrid. You have Benzema, you have Courtois, you have Casemiro, 
Zidane is your coach, dude. Zidane, one of the best players ever. And you lose? <sighs> Give me a break. So I lost my parlay because of them. Everything else hit. But they were pre pretty early. I mean, there were the games on Saturday. So my games on Sunday or even Saturday night didn't matter. You know, Lomachenko Lopez, I put the over on 10 and a half rounds. They went the distance. So I got that one. Clemson kicked ass just like I expected. You guys should be like Clemson. All right. I know football is much different than football, but Clemson is good. And they won. Real Madrid and Barcelona are good. So they should win too. I I <laughs> I prefer to lose a parlay when a game is maybe not as easy. But if you have a gimme game like these two and I lost, yeah, I'm pissed. Let's go with another edition of Yay or Nay. You guys know how it goes. We review a movie, give you guys the plot. We give you guys the information on what it was about. And then we decide if we give it a yay or a nay. The movie we're going to be talking about today is Varsity Punks. Being in high school, playing sports, having friends, having enemies, not being liked, being popular, people throwing you away, people wanting you when you're doing good. You know, the classic... I'm a high school kid and I have real life problems. When in reality, you better cherish the time you're in high school because that's the easiest time in your life. But this movie has a couple good characters in it. A couple good actors. Uh, the guy from Napoleon Dynamite, the Pedro dude. He's the cross country coach. Uh, one of the football coaches, the bald guy, the cholo guy from Fast and the Furious and Training Day. Um, who, by the way, that guy... I mean, he, he plays a lot of movie characters where he's a gangster, he's a cholo, uh, he's a scary dude. In real life, though, he's like, he's all into God and he goes around giving speeches about how to be a good person and, you know, a real 360 or 180 from what he's like on on, on the movies he plays. But, but yeah, so the movie starts with the football team, you know, being undefeated, they're real good, the football quarterback... The quarterback is obviously the star. He gets all the girls. He has all these friends. He's very popular. Everyone likes him. Uh, but he goes to a party. They have to go to a beer run. And typical high school kids don't have any money and also can't buy beer. So they decide to steal the beer from a liquor store. And who do they send in? Well, the star quarterback. He gets out. <laughs> he gets out and, you know, he's acting all weird in the store, but ends up running out with two cases of beer. I'm not sure what you do with two cases of beer when you have 100 to 300 kids at your party, but whatever. <laughs> so he runs into the back of the truck and when they're, when they're closing the door, they close the door on his hand and, you know, he breaks his hand. He's out for the season. Everyone turns on him. His friends don't think he's cool. His football coach throws him away. He doesn't even allow him to practice because he doesn't need him. And that happens a lot. When people don't need you, they don't like you. When people need you, then they act all nice, try to get you to do whatever they need them to do. A guy from Napoleon Dynamite, you know, he, he kind of talks to him, tells him, hey, you know, join the cross-country team. 
But the football team and cross-country team don't get along. I mean, there's a lot of fighting. You know, everybody thinks a football team is cool. You know, they play a hard sport, but nobody thinks about the cross-country. And they see them as weird and, you know, nerds. So the quarterback or the former quarterback, who's now a track star, a cross-country star, I mean, he's going back and forth. He doesn't know whether to be with his football buddies or to be with his new team. His new team doesn't like him because he used to play football. Now his football team doesn't like him because he's with the cross-country team. You know, just going back and forth. And there's times where he wants to quit, where he thinks he's too good. There's other times where he doesn't think he's good enough. And, you know, the cross-country team doesn't accept him. Other times they do, but then... Obviously, they keep on getting into little fights with the football team. There is a hot-ass math teacher in this movie, and I don't know how that adds into the plot. But So they were all going back and forth, and at the end, the football coach wants his star quarterback um, to play again. Um, And now he's acting all nice. Uh, He says no. He continues with his cross-country team, and they end up winning the finals, you know? And Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite ends up with the hot-ass teacher. And life is good for everybody involved. So let's see. Do we give this movie a yay or nay? Yay! Cast is the majority of Hispanic and Latino uh, members. And you don't see a lot of movies where the entire cast is is majorly Latino. So I was happy to see that. Uh, There was a lot of moments where they spoke in Spanish. Uh, Obviously, I understood what's going on, but anyone can watch it. Everyone's going to know what what happens because those moments where Spanish does come into play, it's just it's just to add into the movie. He still did what what made him happy. Um, the cross country team, you know, they didn't want to be in the shadows anymore. They wanted to show that they mattered as well. They weren't just weird people that ran. You know, they were they were regular kids, and they were part of the high school too. You know, the coach didn't have a lot of money. He wasn't the most handsome guy, but he ended up with the hot teacher. So, yeah, maybe you should cool your jets on that one. Maybe if you're an ugly guy, you won't get the hottest girl or vice versa. But, hey, you can always try. I mean, that's a good lesson that you should always strive for what you want. But it was a good movie. It was funny. It was sad. It had its moments where it made you think. Varsity Punks gets a yay. All in all, it was a good movie. Uh, Gives you a lot of lessons. Uh, One is, you know, popularity and doing the things that other people want you to do even if it's not the coolest thing um, you still should do what makes you happy you should do whatever you seem fit to make you successful you know the high school quarterback that's the show thank you for tuning in Make sure you follow me on Twitter at the 15 Minute Review. Till next time. I'm so cold.